Uh, what would you like for Christmas, Keith? Apart from an amateur system that works. Uh, Rovers to finish in the top eight. Rovers to finish in the top eight. <laughs> Do we think that's going to happen? I like that. I like that. That's good. good Very ambitious. Ambish, ambitious fruit, says David. Ambitious. <laughs> Dockhouse Rugby Show Christmas Special, the end of year show show. Something like that. Anyway, uh, joining us today, my trusted host, Mr. David Pye. We also got uh, Keith Pollard, the former Hull KR Maitland Australia Rugby League player. Louis McCarthy Scarsbrook, who needs no mention at all. And Mr. Joe Batchelor. How are we, everybody? All right. All right. Sounds good. Thanks, Keith. You're looking very smart. Have you. Uh... Is that on purpose, or are you too tight to put the heating on, so you put an extra layer on? No, no, no. Cost cost of eating's gone up, mate. I'm toasty in this. Absolutely <laughs> toasty. So, <laughs> uh, Louis, I don't know if you've met Keith. Um, oh, all right, Lou. No, hello, Keith. Lovely to meet you, bruv. Same here, pal. Seen you a few times. You know, you look proper or loose for it. What is your position? Look, uh, left left back in a change room. If they could leave me, I think. <laughs> 18th man next year. <laughs> oh, here he is, Waterboy. <laughs> yeah, so Keith played for Hull KR back back in day, and uh, then he went over to Australia. Played, a real game. Played for Maitland. <laughs> he's been he's been sent off on more more stadiums than we can name. To be fair, and it was oh, difficult to be sent off back then. Not like now. <laughs> well, if you so, didn't get sent off once a year, you weren't doing your job. Manslaughter on the pitch was only a yellow card. That's how hard it was to get sent off back then. If you ever played at Featherstone, there used to be two women that used to sit near the dugout and used to trip you up with umbrellas, you ran out. (laughs) What were your legs? Oh, what a place to play Featherstone in them days, yeah. I remember remember getting beaten up by a fellow with a walking stick at St Pat's. He was on touchline. I took a crack. Playing or just I, I, was, we... I was. I went down. I took a crack. I ended up breaking my jaw. Me cracked my cheekbone. But I'm, I'm on the floor, and there's a fella with a stick whacking me. When I started, at, when I started with a youth rugby, a kind of youth club, we played Cast Juniors in the Yorkshire Cup in the semi-final, and Lock, Brian Lockwood was playing. Roger Moorwood was playing. The quite a few that that, that, that made the game, you know, made the grade, should I say? Anyway, lucky. I say lucky quite like quite a lot. And I used to be good friends with Roger before he died. Bless him. We used to talk about this game that we and it, when we beat him. And lucky said, he said, "Who oh, was that woman?" He said, "What our winger, Jack Austin." I remember him. He went to play for Bramley. Stocky kid. He was more like a prop than a winger. Jack was going down the touchline. This one pushed the pram out in front of him. <laughs> he went out of it. Sit up with the pram. Yeah. <laughs> Women and children first. Um, well. As it's the end of the end of year show show, um, we're just going to talk about really about the season, um, some of the highlights, some of the some of the best moments. What you think? Okay, <laughs> yeah. so coming to Joe first, yeah, great. Job. And uh, I think I know what the answer to this one probably is, Joe. But go on, what was your highlight for the season? My highlight, uh, well, obviously winning the grand final would be my highlight. But I think if we're looking further afield, probably. The Challenge Cup final being played at Spurs. I know we, we 
we weren't involved in it. But I think Spurs as a venue is probably going to be the place to go in the next couple of years. And there's 60,000 people there or thereabouts. It was a good day for it in the middle of May. So I think that was a bit of an highlight. And then obviously the World Cup at the end of the year and all all three alongside each other, all four, sorry, should I say, alongside each other, probably real good for the game and probably promoted us real well, especially the wheelchair winning it. So, um, yeah, that, that's probably going to be my highlight at the end of it, wheelchair winning the World Cup. Yeah, absolute shout. What a, what a competition that was, the wheelchair game. Ferocious and competitive, skillful, you know, everything. I, I absolutely loved watching that. Um, Dave, you went to Spurs, you went to the to the ground. What was your experience like absolutely from a spectator point Fantastic. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was uh, <clears throat> just a different experience. Been to Wembley and Old Trafford and some of the other grounds, but it's quite a new ground, Tottenham, and wasn't sure what to expect. I'd heard quite a lot about it. So walking up to it, really great atmosphere on the way up there. And we uh, we had some fantastic seats just behind the dugout. So we pretty much as the players were walking out, we were pretty much stood right there, right behind Ian Watson. Uh, so we could see that unfold. He was up and about and uh, getting involved in the game almost on the touchline. But yeah, it was fantastic. The atmosphere for us as fans seemed great. So I'm glad to hear it was uh, your experience as well. Actually being there and playing was equally as good. So yeah, it's uh be nice to go back, definitely. Did you go, Keith? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't pay to go to work. I mean, at Rovers, I stand in the well. No, I don't go. I, I, no. I mean, I went, to, I went to Millennium Weekend a couple of times. And I went to Grand, the, the final when it was at... What was it? Cardiff. No. Rugby Union. Twickenham. Twickenham, aye. Up in the gods. St. Helens beat Huddersfield that day. And it, we sat in, and like, we're Wednesday, aren't we? And everybody keeps standing up in front of you. So the time they sat down, you've missed it. You finished up arguing with somebody, don't you? Either sit down or sort of crack you. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I just won't go and sit down. Three times I've finished up fighting. I refuse to sit down at rugby matches. Right. right. You 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 talking to you is like going a game with me, Dad. Are you three are you three also <clears throat> with this is online and not in person in case we upset Keith? <laughs> I haven't made up. I'm not near him. Nearly caught in Elba then. That was and, and as I say, the Doku Tabbies, you know, it's it's deadly. Really is they hate one another. And I used to be an old supporter, but I got over it. <laughs> you got over <clears throat> you got bullied into it by your missus. Don't lie, Keith. I know what happened. Oh, well, yes. No, no, no. I, I got more money off Rovers. That was the end of it. You know, I've always been a mercenary. And my <laughs> highlight of the, season, the mountain. My <laughs> highlight of the season was when oh, Hull, when Rovers beat all the last game of the season with 16 men. And after, and, and about eight of them was young kids. We'll be on 36, what was it, 36 four or something. Um, that was my highlight of the season. And Betty passed to the other prop and the other prop scored. And oh my, that, that was like music to my, my heart. My heart nearly cried, I mean, with the joy of it. What, what was more important than Keith in your day, a prop who could pass or a prop who could punch? You had a bit of each. 
But often, and then I mean, no disrespect. <laughs> honestly, I've said it before, and and this, I think, Louis is a great player, and that's I'm not, not pissing in your pocket, Louis. I think you are because you can pass a ball, right? There aren't many props that can pass or allowed to, right? That's that's what gets to me. I mean, you no, know, let's go back years and years and years ago, back in the day when they had props like Brian McTague and blokes like that. John Tembe at St. Helens. He was a mountain of a man. I mean, he tried to, he used to run like that. He was about six foot three, I think. He was a big, elegant, massive fella. And he couldn't go after him because he'd just give you that. So if you went low for him, he just passed it. Well, I don't mind props who can uh, who can't pass as long as they can run straight and hard, Keith. And uh, if you've got a problem with that, see Santa, not me. No, <laughs> you've got to be able to pass the ball. I, I agree. It's a, it's, it's a ball playing sport. You know, when you look at the scoreboard, right? You don't get you don't get how many does, does yes, say, Wait a minute, shut up. There's no to say how many how many tackles you've done, how many yards <laughs> you've had. It's points, tries, and goals. That's what you get for winning games. So don't yeah. give me like shit about um game plans and structures and all this rubbish that will come out when out. You run, <laughs> you pass, you back up and you tackle. That's all you've got to do. I, I think I think Keith, Keith should coach England and go. <laughs> I'm I'm on I'm on that camp. I've got to say, I am. He'd uh, pick you, Joe, if uh, Keith had the coach. You'd have been in. Oh, Joe, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Louis, by the sounds of it, you'd have been yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you've got I, mean, I said the other day, didn't I, about second rows? About you did. Course. You got you got to mention in dispatches, Joe Bachelor, off off Keith. Yeah, you're in, you're in the show. Yeah, he, he said he he praised your uh, running style and the way you play and approach the game. Like a dying I, What I said was <laughs> that play, players now, you've got six tackles, haven't you? Most, most, they all do the same play. You could take a bloke to watch a game who's never seen the game before, then take him away, burn his eyes out, and he could go the next week and he'd know what's going on because everybody plays the same way. Four or five drives and a kick. Very rarely you see one forward pass to another forward. Very rarely you see anybody run for a gap. You know, they all run, just run straight at the thing. They also put a line down the middle of the shirt, so give them something to run that. Uh, it's, it's honestly, to me, the, the modern game is, is shite. It really is. Don't argue with him, you two. Don't argue sorry, with him. Sorry, Jim. Oh. Trying his best, man. The fitter, the faster. You're eating all the right foods and bright diets, Louis bright not, okay. and all like that. But half of them can't play the game. Not the game that we know. It's a, I know it's a totally different game, but I still say that the old when blokes was Van Vollenhoven scored eighty tries in a season. And I'm not. It wasn't that the others was that bad. It was the way they played. They throw the ball about. Yeah. Okay. Then, okay, okay then. So, so, so in in defence of that. Obviously, you two know the modern game. You're aware of Keith's era and how the ball was played. Do you feel that the game is fitter, faster, and a better game now than it was back then? Well, Keith just twatted everyone he spoke to about, so I can't argue with him, can I? No, he can't argue with him. No. He, he, made, he made Adrian Marley look like Cinderella. Exactly. Fuck me. It's fucking lay me with fucking Liverpool. <laughs> Good night. No, obviously, it was, just, it was just the way it was. I mean, I, I don't understand. I'm, I, you want to get me going, I'll never shut up. But it's, to me, it was just we was was brought up to let the ball do the work. You know why? 
why run through a brick wall when there's a door there? That's my logic. Yeah. You know, if you if you run for a gap, a bloke would come for you, and you can put a bloke through the gap that he's left. I mean, they're all like this now, aren't they? All this mudding in, and you know, you're getting there 25, or you know, spread out on your own 25. You you, you close them in. Nobody thinks of passing the ball on the outside of them, do they? Did you There's prefer much narrower uh, defensive lines now that you know the defense is so narrow, but when, they're so quick when the ball goes, they can follow the ball. Years ago, they, they weren't quick enough to be able to follow the ball. One the of the worst things they've done to me is made it 10 yards, you know, 10 yards in defence. Yeah. Like when, when we played, there was only five yards away. So you had to stand deeper, run onto it, and when you're running onto it, you can pick a gap. When you Most blokes now, you'll know, you know yourself, you just you, the play of the ball is nearly flat line, isn't it? They call it, they changed the rule, didn't they? The ball shall be passed, shall be passed, shall not be passed in the direction of the opposition trial line. Before, the ball has to be passed in the direction of your trial line, right? Or goal line, as I call it. So they stood deeper and, and, and he ran onto the ball. Now, everybody seems to play flat line rugby now. The flat the, attack, yeah. Eh? The deep lines, the flat attack. Yeah. And before I forget, Joe, how's your missus? Is she all right? Don't know, she's probably downstairs with a load of towels around her. <laughs> Should I go and get my scuba gear? <laughs> <laughs> so she's yeah. is she still healthy and happy though? Is she just waiting? Is that yeah, I'm just waiting here now. Uh been eating hot food and drinking raspberry tea for the last week and what have you, but yeah. Well, a few more days, you can have a Christmas baby. Yeah, I know. Well, um, I hope she's. Uh, I hope everything goes well, mate, and uh, she, everyone's happy and healthy. So good luck with that. Cheers, thank you. We're gonna get. We're gonna get Louis' moment of the season. No, we're just gonna. Yeah, yeah. That's what we've just come into that. Same as Joe's. Same as Joe's. Same as Joe's. The highlight of the season is Keith's fucking stories at the moment. I'm loving them. Just might, might as well do a podcast with Keith. We have done last week. Yeah, it's yeah, out see, now. Obviously, you've not watched it, Louis. Thanks for that. It's <laughs> <laughs> on the list. It's on the list. It's on the list. It's on, <laughs> so on the list. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll tell you what, then we'll do. We're going to go. We're going to go into my quiz. Do you have a quiz? No, love you. You know, you know, I love your quiz. The league was played before 1983. <laughs> Before you start asking questions. <laughs> yes, I know. Don't worry. It's all right. It's not all about rugby league. It's about, oh, right. it's about uh Louis' favourite topic, music. It's not really. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. You're not right. I have done sports. Really oh, me? Yeah. No. We used, no, we used, we used to do we used to do a quiz oh, during Grime. lockdown. I know Grime, I know Grime. like staffers, but no, nothing like that. But a yeah, but a storm is it? Can't beat it. Right, here we go. First question: Which club was formed first, Hull KR or Hull? And bonus points if you can give me the years in which they were formed. Are we writing the answers down? Uh, but we can, has everybody got something to write on? That's or you can type your answer in the uh, thing if you want, or if you're on your phone, that's going to be difficult. So, you, Louis, you can go last and just shout out. Yes, sweet. Just copy everyone else's. The Rovers, yeah. Yeah. Rovers, Rovers, Rovers was the original West Old team, and Hull was the original East Old team. Right. And Rovers was at Boulevard. My answer's in. 
Oh, right. Yeah, good one, Dave. Go on, Keith. I'm just trying to think of the date. I'm on the Heritage Group and I can't think of the date. 1878. Eh? Uh, right, right, right. No. That your answer, Joe? I'll tell you in a minute, I don't know. No Googling. So 1878 from Joe. I've got Dave's answer. What, what do you say? 1864. 1864. Okay, Louis. I'm going to hold KR and 1872. 72. Right, and Pio said... Uh, 18... Rubble League didn't start until 1873, did it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I know it played, played in 1962. <laughs> I, see, I see what you're doing there I see what you're doing there Joe Batman <clears throat> right so the answer is Hull KR were formed first they were formed in 1882 oh. and Hull was formed in 1865 okay so who was formed first and bonus for so who won that round anybody nobody 1864 Nobody. Keith. Keith. No. I'll give it you better, I don't know. Heat one up. Oh, don't, say, don't, don't, put, don't have pity on the aging. And you're going to be in trouble now, Keith, for the head. You get out for being a pensioner. That's all wrong. Match and LMS and then. My mate's down at the Heritage Society, they might be right. in the medic again, it wrong. Okay, so, I'm for not knowing that one. Go on. No, 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 nobody scored there. Okay, so you next question. Call that again and pretend you're asking it for the first time, so keep yeah. it right. Yeah, we should do, shouldn't we? Uh, okay, which football club was formed first? Millwall, Huddersfield Town, Austin Tellings Town. Oh, yeah, I know this one. Fuck you. I don't know. I've got Alice and the guests and Ellen's because it's such an oddball, isn't it? That one. Right. It's because we mate fucking plays from the owns them. Yeah, yeah a, a friend of ours owns St. Alan's Town Football Club. That's why I threw that one in. All uh, oh, right, Dave's answer's in. We'll answer that. That's the same as last time. <laughs> You know what? Yeah, you just yeah. copy and paste it, Dave. I'm going to do the same as well, but change the name. St. Ellen's Town, 1872. <laughs> it's mine. You know what's embarrassing, though? I spoke to Keith earlier and give me the answers. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> I still got them wrong. <laughs> so come on. Um, I know the other football team. Which, which, which is the oldest town? Which is the oldest team? Millwall, Huddersfield Town, or St. Ellen's Town? St. Ellen. St. Ellen's. St. Ellen's. St. Ellen's. Okay. The oldest team is Millwall, formed oh. in 1885. Oh, come on. Huddersfield Town was formed in 1908, and St. Ellen's Town was formed in 1901. So St. Ellen's Town is the second oldest of those three clubs. should really know that because it's on my badges in my shirts, on, the, on my Millwall shirts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, you know. No, St. Town, that's 1901. No, there's Millwall one. Oh, the Millwall, yeah, yeah. He's not going to have a set of other shirts, is he? That's going to have a set. <laughs> 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 is, that, is that next season you're on about? Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, so, no, no points there. Oh, well done. 
Great quiz. quiz this yeah, is. It's good, this, isn't it? <laughs> okay, what year was St. Helens formed? Oh. That's on your shirt. 150 years ago. 150, yeah, 150 years ago, yeah. 1873. 1873 from Joe. Any advances, Louis? No, same, same as... We're talking about the Northern Union team or a rugby league team? St. Helens Rugby League Football Club. Well, just St. Helens Rugby Club originally, yeah. yeah. When they were, yeah. Not when they were Pilks. I won't have a clue. Fair enough. Two bleeding, two, in my opinion, two bleeding early, but there you go. <laughs> okay. Um, any advice? Dave's answers in. Same as last time. Copy and paste it again. Uh, the answer was 1873. Joe Bachelor is correct. Bang on the nose. Well done, Joe. Well done. Did you know that, did you know that when he was at York? Well. <laughs> <laughs> No, he just thought that was St. Helens. First year, he thought that was the number he was playing. (laughs) Okay, who is the highest goal scorer of all time for Millwall? What the hell's Millwall gonna do with him? Just Louis, a Millwall fan. You a Millwall fan, though? Yes, yes, Neil Harris, Neil Harris. Yeah, good boy. Well done. Tim Carhill from Dave. Neil Harris, for both of you, is, is correct. Do you know how many goals he scored? 100 12. and... 17. 117. Okay, that's... Go on, Joe, how many? 74. 74. <laughs> goals, Dave. Goals, Dave. 12. 12. <laughs> uh, do you want to guess how many goals he scored, Keith? No. He's there, but he's more than that, you? no, he scored 138. Yeah, so I'm going to give LMS. Did Stepney play for them? I'm going to have to throw that one over to Joe, uh, to uh, Louis. Louis did. Oh, sorry, Alex Stepney. Did he play for Millwall? Oh, I don't know. 1874, he probably did. Yeah. Oh, in the six, in the when he he went to Manchester United, didn't he? And he, and I'm sure he played for Millwall before. Before he went there, because I used to go and watch Old City play in the sixties, and um, City had a decent time, a decent side, and, and Millwall was another one of the top teams in the then the Championship, I think, or the, the second division or first division or whatever it was. But Millwall was a real good side in them days, and City were. And I remember going to watch them play, and I'm sure that step they played in the goal for them, around about 60, 64 time. If he, if he left us and went United, he'd probably burnt everything with his. So, yeah, probably not. I'm sure he went to Manchester United. A real good goalkeeper, he was. You, Santa, have you fell asleep? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I was looking for one for you. Give me a little what? I was adding one in for you. Right, your next, your next question. I told these kids, I'm having me tell me what they want for Christmas. Um, who was the highest goal scorer of all time for Huddersfield Town? Oh. Uh, don't know. They're fucking useless. So no, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure I even know a Huddersfield Town player. Uh, do you know what? I, was I think I know thinking... one fan. Andy Booth. Andy Booth. Andy Booth? 
Um, no. No. <laughs> no is the answer. Uh, it was George Brown. I was going to say that, Brownie boy. Yeah. Brownie boy, yeah. yep. Do you know how many goals no, he scored? Did he score more or less than Neil Harris? Less. Less. More. More. The same. More. Same and more. Okay, so that's a point for Dave and a point for Batch. He scored. Uh, uh, how many? 142. 159. <sighs> Kill it. What a player. Didn't even know him. What a player. New Millwalls, but he didn't know yours. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I get, what's that all about? Because he's listened to you that much. That's what it is. Yeah. You've influenced him. You're like he's Super dad. Well. That's fine. Because I didn't know any Huddersfield Town players, I thought it might be a trick question. It's someone with the surname Bachelor. So in my haste to type that out quickly, I've spelt it wrong and it's come out Bath Seller. Bachelor. Steve Steve Bathseller. <laughs> In fact, I'm gonna change. Hang on. Wait, 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 one change your name. I'm gonna change your name to Bathseller. Bathseller. <laughs> uh, rename. <laughs> Bathseller. There we go. <laughs> Right, um, who was St Helens' record all-time point scorer? And how many points? Is it a kicker? Say Lenculine. It's clean, balling over. Good shout, good shout. But it's not right. Kel Coslet. Kel Coslet. Any advance on Kel Coslet, Joe Bachelor? Von Van Bollenhoven. Von Van Bollenhoven. He'll be the highest try scorer, but... That's all he did do. <laughs> no, that's disrespectful. Um, but he was, he was a fantastic winger, wasn't he? But, um, he wasn't a goal kicker, so I can't see him being the highest point scorer. I'm just going to go over someone a bit more recent because he scored tries and kicked goals, sometimes with the mascot's head on, Sean Long. Oh, good show, Dave. Good show. It's, it's not right, though. Uh, Louis was right. Kill Building up to the answer, and it was still wrong. <laughs> Kel, Kel Coslett was the right answer oh, I um, thought you meant Super League No, I didn't say Super League I said all time oh, yeah. Do we get Closing the question point? Closing the question Do you know how many points he scored? Any guesses? Lots Correct Half a point for lots um, 3,000 something 3,000 something Any advance on 3,000 something? Five and a half thousand. Five and a half thousand. Five and a half thousand on the left from Five hundred of them were drop kicks, I reckon. Once. <laughs> how, how many points do you reckon, Keith? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying to... Neil Fox is the world record point scorer, wasn't he? <coughs> of all time? Um, yeah, I think the the Featherstone player, Wakefield. 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 Centre. Neil Fox. Neil Fox. Yeah. The brother Neil of the Fox. bloke that missed the goal at Wembley. Yeah, that was Derek oh. Fox. That's Don. 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 The three brothers won there. Don. Eighties. Peter played for Peter played for Batley, Featherstone, Rovers. He used to be an after dinner speaker. He Peter, and um, everybody he used he used to say. Me br- in his Yorkshire accent, me, you know, the roller eyes and that. He said, my brother was a world record point scorer. The finest prince of centres he was, wasn't he? He was a great player. He said, 
Don, what was he famous for? Missing a goal at Wembley. What the people think, oh, people always think I am. Don. <laughs> she said, nobody ever mistakes me for our name. <laughs> I would have said, I would have said about three and a half thousand. Oh, and you said how many, Louis? Three thousand? Three thousand or something, yeah. What's going on You went, oh, three and a half thousand. <laughs> I'll give you both a point. 3,413. Well done. Oh, That's a lot of points. Point Jesus Christ. You've never yeah, saw Neil Fox play then? Only, no, not live. I was, I was too young. You would have heard of him back, wouldn't you? Yeah, Neil Fox. Great. And a gentleman as well. He's a fantastic player. Watch, I've watched the Watts, Watts final where he misses that kick as well. Highly from the game. Him, you know, it really never the same fella. My granddad said that. Yeah, never the same fella after that. Shame, innit? That one moment can define your whole. And he went the next day. Career and life. And went the next day and kicked, kicked the same goal with in his slippers. <laughs> just to prove that he could. Yeah, just for his own sanity. But he, Neil said to me one time. I knew Neil pretty well. You know, played in that era, like, and uh, he was talking what, some after. Because we, we used to go there, Rovers ex-players always take a trip there every year. And uh, I was talking to him one time, and he, he was on about Don, he said he was never the same after he missed that goal. Really, really got to him. James. Paul Lamb. Paul, Paul Lamb. Yeah, as Eddie would have said. Uh-huh. Uh, right, next question. What is Bakashi? Oh. <laughs> Bukashi. Yeah. But Buzzkashi. Buzzkashi. B-U-Z-K-A-S-H-I. It's not what you think, Joe. It's Louis Google search history, isn't it? Bukashi. Bukashi. is it a motorbike? Fuck's sake. Is it a motorbike? No. It's some sort of martial art. It's not. No, it is a sport. It's not a martial art, though. A 500cc Bugatti. 500cc <laughs> Bugatti. Buzzkashi. Buzzkashi. Any advances? Joe, Joe Bachelor, coming to you. Reindeer racing. Reindeer racing? Reindeer racing. Where have we pulled that one from, That's Mr a, Google? I, I think, I it's, think good, it's a machine for making rugby balls. No, it's a sport, Dave. It's it sports, please. Right. Well, that's a... Yeah, yeah, it is a sporting sport, question, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, well, right, any no. sport. Oh, is that the one um, that's played in Asia where they... It looks like a game of tick. Is it that one? No, that's... Ah, that's Pagadi. Uh, Pagadi. Is that game that they used to play in Russia where they used to cut blobs heads off and you see you like polo? Close. Is it okay. something like they do on Harry Potter? On, was he no, 
Is it that? No, no, it's not. It's not on Louis' search engine. It's not choppy heads off, and it's not what you just said, Dave. It is. Its actual title, if you were to translate it, is goat dragging, and its horse-mounted players attempt to place a goat oh, or car carcass in I a goal. Far off, was it? Wasn't, no, no, he wasn't far off. No, neither was reindeer racing. That wasn't far off, but it wasn't right. That's all I'm saying, Keith. Please don't. He's harsh, isn't he? He's harsh, is Santa. Worst Santa ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what? <laughs> Worst Santa. Some of these kids ask for a toy and they spell it wrong. Are you not going to take it to them? That's it. No. No and I'm a goat spleen. Goat spleen. Here's a goat spleen. Here's a goat spleen. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next question. How many people are in a Botoshi team? Oh. Uh. <laughs> okay. If you don't know what Botoshi is, okay, think Jenga, capture the flag, and battle royale. It's kind of a mixture of all three of them. Battle royale. Catching a flag and Jenga. Mm. Whatever it is, one less if keeps playing. One less if keeps playing. Six. 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 Six is the answer from Keith. Anybody else? 17. 17. 17. 17. 11. 11. Three. Definitely 11. I'm going to give the point to Louis because he was closest. Um... But it's actually 75 on each side. 75, there you go. Yeah, yeah it's played played in like China and Asia and all them. Uh, Bo, Bo Toshi, it's called. Do you know um, what, Santa? If it was 75 aside, I bet me and you still wouldn't get a game. Yeah. Who <laughs> last picked? You know. <laughs> Mind you, there won't be 75 at all the team if Keith was played. He'd have half, <laughs> half of them <laughs> off. He'd have knuckled them all. Right. <clears throat> what honour was given to the winning captain of a Pocketok team. Pocketok being the Aztec sport in the Mayan times. Aztec. A wife. A wife. Good shout. Oh, yeah. That's, and, and he's good at this, Louis. I'm going to say a hmm. gold goblet. A gold goblet? With, oh, with, yeah. Yeah, something like, uh, you used to have things like uh, sheep's blood in it or something like that, or sheep's right. heart right. in a goblet, because that would give you power. That's what I think it probably I is. I like that. I like that answer, Dave. I like that. Yeah. It's not right. Like, that. It's good. No. Love the, it's the imagination. Well, it, should have been, it should have been the sheep's heart and the gold goblets. Yeah. Whatever yeah. answer you're going to come up with is going to be rubbish compared to mine. <laughs> probably is. Joe Batchelor? Uh, a, a sheep or a cow or something like that. A sheep animal. or a cow. Uh, the answer is you were beheaded and sacrificed to the gods as a, <laughs> as a trophy. Hmm. Congratulations. Well, I mean, uh, well, Imagine... Imagine, though, you're in the dressing rooms and your coach comes in and goes, right, good news, you're captain I'm today. Don't <laughs> <laughs> be hamstring. Keith had just get sent off for 10 minutes ago, he'd be all right. Get sent off to make sure you can get mad on the mat. Yeah, well. And what is the oldest sport in the world? <laughs> Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. Good show. That's still played today. It, it's still a sport today, yes. Yeah. Chess. Chess. Ooh, good answer. Good one, Keith. Good one. Good Horse racing. Horse racing. Good answer. Sport of kings. I'm going to go camel racing. 
Camel racing. Good shout, Dave. You're all wrong. <laughs> Wrestling. Wrestling. Obviously, WWE <laughs> was back. Actually, they were John Cena back in the day. There were there were there were pe- there were cave paintings found in La Sorte oh, John in Cena. France <laughs> of John Cena and Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Uh, and they date back 15,300 years ago. But here's a question for you while we're on it then. Louis, what would your wrestling name be? Oh, Cockney. <laughs> nice. That's what everybody calls you, isn't it? I love the stands they do. <laughs> <laughs> they do it at Craven Park. They do it at Craven Park. Bachelor, what would your name be? Uh, wrecking Ball. Single wrecking Ball. <laughs> what, what would your special move be, Wrecking Ball? Well, just Cannonball, someone with the knees. Cannonball with the knees. Nice, nice, nice. Dave, what would you be? I'd be the Pied Piper. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> you've been I, you've, names, you've had that one for years. You have, you've yeah. thought of that, haven't you? You've, yeah. you've, rem- you've, you've wrote Manchester yeah. side. I've had, that, I've had that written down for about 27 years. <laughs> Waiting for that moment. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yes. I finally got it in. Go, go get the outfit out there. Go get the yes, outfit out there. There's the Piper. Ronnie Piper's evil brother, the Pied Piper coming out. Yeah. Rat would like, yeah, Rat Rowdy. Nickname Rowdy. What about you, Keith? If you was a wrestler, what would you be called? I think I used, I talked, the bloke I talked about who played for Curry Curry, Mad Dog Mitchell. Mad Dog Mitchell. That's a good name, though. Good name, Mad Dog, wasn't it? Mad Dog Mitchell, yeah. I like it, Mad Dog. I do, I do like that one. It's Suki Keith. There was another one played at Newcastle Knights called Mad Dog. It was a, oh, oh, yeah, we got to be a Mad Dog. He was a back. He was a centre or a winger. So his nickname was Mad Dog. He was a, a good player. Played for oh. Newcastle Knights when they first started off. I'm, I'm going to give Dave two points for having Pied Piper. Is that what it goes? The only points I've got this whole quiz. No, you've got you've got three now, Dave. You was on one. Oh, that's good. Okay, I'm next. Right, I'm writing that man down the points I've got, look. Oh, Christ, I like it. Yeah. Uh, how many do you, you, you think you've got, Keith? Minus three. That'll do. <laughs> okay. What would your nickname be? Mine? Hmm? Father Christmas. Hot Lips Highland. Hot Lips Highland. Hot Lips. <laughs> <laughs> you might have felt the wrong, wrong type of person with that, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> or did you say wrestling name? Wrestling Sorry. name, yeah. Not your online persona we're after. It's your wrestling name. The, the Highlander. Uh, I mean, move would be the Highland fling. Like it. I'd throw like over my shoulder. Give yourself a couple of points. Thanks, thanks, yeah. Santa. Points. I've got, I've got one. Right, next round. What are the ingredients for a baby Guinness? Oh, it's. Uh, We've all ordered cream. one. Cream. It's really nice as well. What did you say then, uh, Louis? Cream and black Baileys. Russian drink. Right. Louis, I'm, gonna give, I'm gonna give you half a point. It's a it's a oh what is it? It's like a coffee flavoured. Is it absinthe? Is that am I thinking the right thing? It's Bailey's or is that no, a go, go on batch, Bailey's and I can't remember what else it's got in it. Some liqueur. No, go on off yeah. Give you half a point. Tea Maria. 
Tia Maria. Tia Maria. I'll go for that as well. Some liqueur. <laughs> Tia Maria. That's a coffee liqueur. Yeah, yeah, coffee liqueur. Yeah, I'll give you that. So Irish cream, coffee liqueur. One more ingredient. Whiskey. You was actually very close, Louis, which is why I gave you half a point. So the actual answer is Irish cream, coffee liqueur, and black Zambuca. Black Zambuca, yeah. So I'm going to give you all half a point. Because you all got no between you. Thanks, hot lips. <laughs> what ingredients are in a porn star martini? Martini? No. Martini Gin. is the drink. It's made of. Gin. Go on. Pomegranate juice. Go on. And ice. <laughs> right. Remind me not all the ones that you're A little bit of lemonade. A little bit of lemonade. A <laughs> little bit of lemonade. little splash. Yeah. Pineapple juice. Pineapple juice. Go on. Vodka. Vodka. <clears throat> Bacardi. Bacardi. Go on. Rum. What? <laughs> <laughs> you I just never them all. Um, but... I'm going to make the point of something. on yours for a drink at Christmas. <laughs> uh, any advances, Keith? Nah. Nah. I'll go white rum. Yeah. Orange juice. Yeah. Uh, ice. Yeah. <laughs> and a touch of a drop of whiskey. Drop of whiskey. That's it. That's it. Vodka. Champagne. And orange juice. Right. No. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it. Give Keith the point because he was the closest all round. It's vanilla vodka, but vodka will do. Passion fruit liqueur, lime juice, prosecco, champagne prosecco. It's same in it. Uh, with with sugar syrup. That is the porn star okay. martini. Okay. We much of a porn star if you had a few of them, would you? No. Especially <laughs> <laughs> off batches measures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. What is Scouse? It's like not, a the stew. not the language. It's a stew. It's, it's stew. an Irish stew. Yeah. Stew, stew. Pot, pot. <laughs> no, it's pot, 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 pot without a lid on. It's a stew. Oh, yeah, it is a stew. I'll give you all a point for that. Um, how long? Does it take to make a soft boiled egg? Which well, is like you know nice I Google this. Sticky. Oh, did you? I Google this the other day. Six minutes. Yeah, six. Six. So, six. Four. Four. Yeah, Dip. four minutes. Four. If you yeah. want dippy, four minutes. <laughs> if you want dippy, four minutes. <laughs> medium to well done boiled egg would be eight to ten minutes. You want it super well done, it's 10 minutes plus. Where have you Google this, Dave? The range you're looking for, Keith, is four minutes. My answer I have here is actually five to seven minutes. So Batch and Louis were right. This Probably. is a disgrace. Five to seven. For, for a, you've a got nice... you show me the answer, Dave. <laughs> this is terrible. I feel a setup. This This is a setup. It's definitely four minutes. Yeah, definitely. This, this I'm not going to let this drop now. We're going to search boiled eggs after this. It's going to be four minutes for a proper soft boiled well, egg. If you can, make it, can make a change from what's on Louis' search engine. <laughs> Do you look on, you're looking through all that stuff and then boiled eggs. Yeah. I'll come back to that stuff. I'm still trying Buka, to find Bukashi, Bukazi, 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 boiled eggs. Bukashi, Bukashi. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to contest that one. I'll look into that one. Right. Then. Well, your next question: What is the hottest chili in the world? Oh, oh my! Carolina Reaper. Funny. Okay, I'll take that, Joe, uh, and I'll bank that one. Louis, any advances? Scotch bonnet. Scotch bonnet, good shout. Head popper. Head popper. No, that's <laughs> Keith. He's the head popper. That's what I said, Scotch bonnet. Scotch bonnet? Right. Yeah. Any advance on Scotch I, bonnet, Dave? I'm going to go with the one, same as Bath Cellar, and go for the Carolina... That's, that's sticking now, Bath Cellar. It was a typo, but it's quite yeah, funny it's one. quite funny, yeah. It's... Um, yeah, it's Scoville scale, is it? The chilli scale. Is that what they call it? I think, yeah, the reaper. Yeah. Right. You've got a chilli scale if you eat one roll. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, correct. It is a Carolina reaper. Carolina. Have you ever had one, by the way? I've read a bit, never read mine, that one. No. Oh. Right, well. Bad times. We're tied. We've got a tie. We're, we're tied for second place. So Keith and Dave have both got five and a half points. And Batch and Louie are tied for first place with seven and a half points. So to win the coveted annual prize and kudos for, for the year at the end of the show show quiz. What do we get? A sweet bar? Uh yeah, you get you get your BFH. That's safe. Yeah. What's fair on? Can have that boat? Can have that boat outside your ass? Is it still there? No, it's gone. It's at the school now. Oh, sorry. You can have that. You can, you can have the rust patch where it's been. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, tiebreaker question for Batch and Louis. According to my sources, according to my sources, how many goals were scored in the 2022 World Cup in Qatar? Oh, that's a great question. 128. 128? I'd go more than that. I'll go more than that because there was a lot of goals. Do you know what I'll go? I'll go for a round number. 150. 150. There was a lot of goals early on. You're right. There was a lot of goals. In fact, there was one hundred and seventy-two goals. Oh. So Louis takes it with closest with one hundred and fifty goals. So Louis Hello, is Louis. the annual Dockhouse Rugby Show Quiz End of the Year Show Show Champion. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've got a trophy somewhere. <laughs> well done, Louis. It's in your sack. It's in your sack. It's in your sack. That's a different trophy, <laughs> but you can have that as well. It's a month subscription to Bokashi. Bokashi. <laughs> right, so uh, that's my quiz, anyway. Well done, Santa. Thank you thanks. for the quiz. Thanks, thanks, thanks. You're wrong on the boiled eggs, but thank you for the quiz. <laughs> on the boiled eggs. Where, where did you well, go? Where, where did you Google? Show me an evidence, Dave. Where did the Google Sh- it? Show it's called the website. It's World Wide Web. You find well, it on many devices. I've never been, never been called well with WW. All right. The Wibbly Wobbly Web. Famous website. Look at the World Wide Web. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at the World Wide Web <laughs> and the eggs. 
I'm just Googled eggs. boiled eggs. Google boiled I'm Googling eggs. it now. I'm, I'm um, so my next question, just throwing this out there, what do we think of this name change thing for Super League? Do you think that it'll happen? Do you think there's going to be one? Oh, it'll happen. It's a little bit shite, but it'll happen. What, what do you think they'll change it to? What would you what, do you, what do you like to see it called, Keith? Rugby League. <laughs> An unusual name, I know. But, I mean, this Super League, but what they're saying is that the, the, the Super League is recognised in, in other parts of the Great Britain as ladies' netball. There's more mm. people who know Super League in London is netball than what Super League Rugby League is. Oh, yeah, because it's women's netball, isn't it? Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. That's why, though. Yeah. Have you watched Have you watched Olympic women's netball? No. I like volleyball. That's a nice... <laughs> it is. The Brazilian beach volleyball is very good, I've heard. It was on my Buzz Cashy channel. The, the girls are nice as well. <laughs> The European Rugby League, the ERL. The ERL. Do you think they're going to go something like UFC style, three letters, ERL? ERL. European Rugby League. Any advances, Joe? Any thoughts? No, they should have copyrighted Super League when they first did it. Error. Yeah, and now everyone's called it. Well, Maurice Lindsay was involved then, wasn't he? So. But everybody's now trying to think up names and get the copyrights to them. I bet there's somebody now already bought and owned European Rugby League just because they go, yeah. oh, I love that. Bought. Well, not just Rugby League. But then, uh, yeah, I suppose. Oh, they, yeah, they are a fellow whatever. Yeah. I know, rugby League Premiership. I mean, there's the name Rugby Sound, League. Sounds a bit Rugby union though, doesn't it? Rugby League Premiership. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 word, on the, the word on the street is that it, it could be going to BT Sports, don't they? Right. That's what I heard. That Sky aren't offering enough money, and BT Sports lost have lost that much money in rugby union that they're looking for another product, and it will be a new product. So well, well, I mean, I mean, did, forget so, what Super League is now. This is what it is. This is what we've got with this. You know, the A teams and B B registered teams or whatever they are. There's going to be four teams in there. The Saints, Saints, Warrington, Wigan, and Leeds will be the top four. The top. Like the category, 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 A. category A, then the rest are going to be B, aren't they? And there'll be so many championship teams that'll be B, and it'll depend on on what you. There's that many different levels that you've got to have to get a, a, a category. A lot of the teams could well drop out, and they're going to have London in, aren't they? But the, you know, London. I think London will be one of the teams that are in, and one team will get the arse. I can't see. I can't see London getting in, like just because. I, I think they will. Though. I think they've, they will. No, they've got. They've gone to part time there, and yeah, but they came out today, didn't they? The IMG got this week said that London is the yeah. most marketable team that there's possibly in rugby league. Oh really? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I mean, let's. I mean, let's look at the. Let's look at the American football. If they in, in that NFC and the NFL, what are they? There's two two divisions, isn't there? Yeah. The um. And if they move teams, if they're in a place that I think Los Angeles Rams, they they've moved three times. They've just moved them to other cities. Yeah, whether they were the LA Raiders, Oklahoma Raiders moved to LA, uh, moved to Las Vegas. Yeah, I mean, Huddersfield are going to struggle, aren't they? They're they're wobbling with the ground because the ground's directly falling to bits. 
and they and and the crowds they just don't get crowds, do they? And that's that's one big thing that this ING or what the other call them are going on is that the, the amount of crowds and how many how many times you're on TV as well because it's the advertising, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I mean, there's that much involved. It's beyond beyond my head at the end of the day. But what I've read about it, and what I've heard about it, that there's that there's going to be. Uh, I've heard there's going to be one Super League team that when it comes about in 2020, next year is just a trial run, isn't it? They're going to try yeah. different things. And then is it 2024 that it will come into, it'll start what's going to happen in 2024. Then 2025, that'll be the, that'll be the big, be the big day. You mean, what? that's what the word in the street is. Ho, ho, ho. Before we go... Yeah. What would you like for Christmas, Keith? Apart from an amateur system that works. Uh, um, <coughs> Rovers to finish in the top eight. Rovers to finish in the top eight. <laughs> Do we think that's going to happen? I like that. I like that. That's good. Very ambitious. Ambish, ambitious, fruit, says David. Ambitious. What do you, what do you think, Louis? Top eight for Ulkay Art? Yes, because I don't want to make Keith angry. So. I hope it's competitive and uh, I'm not sure what I want for Christmas as such. It's... That gets more difficult the older you get, doesn't it? Trying to pick something. What about Santa? Oh, I hope uh, Joe's a new dad. That's what I hope. Uh, yeah, Christmas. Will, it'll be, yeah. Do we, do we know what we're having? I know you're not going to say on here, but you don't... Is it a surprise? No, no, surprise. Or... Oh, brilliant. Ace. That's cool. That's exciting. Old school, yeah. Yeah. And then you, you've got... Obviously, you've got a built-in babysitter with her because he's always in looking after kids. <laughs> you get, he wouldn't notice an extra one, would he? Just no, I'll just slip it in there. How's the house coming on, Louis? How's the renovation? Yeah, stalling, stalling, stalling. Yeah, sad work and expensive. I can see what's going on now. He's cut that fence down. I couldn't see before, but now they've cut it down. I can look right in and see what's happening. I was watching you all have your tea the other night. (laughs) (laughs) Then I watched you get a bath. (laughs) Can you you answer me a question while we're on? When was the last time that St. Helens didn't finish in the top four? Do you, do you know the answer to this, Keith? No, no. Oh. no. I mean, even when I was a kid, when I was an old supporter when I was growing up, St. Helens was a, always a fantastic team then. Like when Von Volenhoven played and Abe Terry and all them, Karelius and all them sort of blokes, you know. I was going to say, throughout my lifetime, I don't think they've ever... Two fires and not top four, two fires, two in, we didn't finish top four, we finished fifth. Two, it was when I was here, so two fires and... Was it 16? Might have been, yeah, something like, yeah, 16, 16 or, I was going to say 16 or 15. Because Justin came halfway through 17, didn't he? Yeah. Was it a year before that? I mean, there was a record, I don't know when you think about it. When Kieran was caught. Might have been 2015, yeah, I think we just, yeah. So there's not been many times, have there? No. No. Well, it was so um, great when we were kids, when we were growing up in the mid-80s, they weren't too great then, they had some... Great individual players, and they, occasionally they'd, uh, they'd do well, but they had some really tough times as well, and crowds were low at, at Nosy Road. I remember them being booed off the pitch several times in that era, mid-80s, um, just before they turned it round in the later 80s. They started getting a bit better, didn't they? Went Wembley, 89, 91. You know when it used to play the old, the old Nosy Road? 87 as well, yeah. Mark Ilya. Mark Ilya. And I played there in the top 16 playoff. And St. Helens always used to go out first, right? Because you used to run out the tunnel and you kind of you ran up, didn't you, to, yep. to go onto the pitch. 
and and you and it was it was caged, wasn't it? If I remember right. No, it wasn't no, caged. It was it was like like concrete wall and a yeah, concrete right. roof. No, it was witness. Witness. Anyway, they used to run out, and there's these thirteen giants stood waiting for you. And the the crowd of being for your blood, and you thought, "What the bloody hell am I doing it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it was. Uh, yeah, it was ten million. John Mantle and all them stood waiting for you, like like lambs to the slaughter, sort of thing. Quite it? gladiatorial when you think when you think of it like that, isn't it? Coming out down a long dark tunnel onto yeah, the pitch, yeah. and then up. up. What was the best ground you played at, Keith? I liked Edinburgh. I liked it. I liked playing at Edinburgh. Yeah. The worst ground was the Bramley. I mean, Bramley. we kept it in the reserves at Bramley. Barley Moor. If, there's a pub called the Barley Moor. Mm. The, the the ground was behind it. It got changed into in an old cow shed or something, whatever it was. And then the the field next door was McLaren Field where. Bramley finished up. And Bramley tried to buy that piece of land for years off of Mrs. McLaren. And they would never sell it. Would never sell it. And and the dad, the, the, the old people died and left them it in the will, as long as they called the ground McLaren Field. Right. You know, your history is amazing, isn't it? When you think about it, things that happened in rugby league. Yeah, yeah. That was a terrible ground to play at. But um, I played at Wigan when there was a good side. I played at St. Helens when there was a good side. But Edinley, I liked playing there. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Leeds was always one of them teams that let you play rugby you know what I mean who, who, who was best coach well that I played under hmm. well Mick Clark I would say when he came from Leeds to Keithley and then when I went to Australia I actually was coached yeah he was playing coach I, I'm not going to ridicule people or rubbish them, but the coach I played under at, at Maitland Terry Panowitz he was a, he was an Australian Play for, play for the uh, kangaroo. He, 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 he played those forward, but he wasn't really big enough, but he had as big as a lion. And, and, and it was an hard comp with Newcastle. Johnny Raper was playing there, then Father John Coates, uh, Dennis Ward, as I say, he played there. Mm. Was he, he, he was an actual serving priest, wasn't he, Father John Coates? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, we played him in the <laughs> We played him in the Grand Family in 73. He used to do an advert on the telly. It was at SW Miller's, it was an electrical store. And he used to say, if I didn't believe in this product, I wouldn't do this advertisement. That was his, his final word on this advert. <laughs> we, we, played, we played him in the 73 grand final, and I hit him with his stiff arm. And as I rolled him on the floor, and I said, hey, John, I won't do this, I didn't fucking mean it. And in them days, it was stiff arm flying about all over. Anyway. It was it, it knocked him out, and he played all the first half, semi-conscious. Right, this is what I found out after, and he kind of came round in the dressing room at half time and scored two tries. A fantastic player, but we got into him, and, and a young kid who was playing centre for us, Robert Finch, St George had come to the grand final to watch him play because he'd come on the under first Australian schoolboys touring team in '72, and he was a good player, Finch. Anyway, he he. Played opposite Father John, and I think he scored two tries with Finch. He had a great game, and St George signed him from that game. And he, wow. he spent ten years at St George with Finch. Wow, he's um, he, he was a good player, Finch. He was a bit like Eric Ashton, and he went when he watched Eric Ashton run. Every step he took was a sad step. He didn't know where he was going. You know, 
big. Do you remember, you remember Eric Ashby? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a fantastic centre. But when he ran, he big long ranges, and, and you'd be going like that. Which way is it going to go? And uh, and Finchie ran like that. And it was another thing. It could pass the ball. He could be running that way, right? And it could pass the ball to his left as easy as he could to the right. Which is an hard thing to do. Is run that way and pass the ball that way. Yeah. That's why yeah. that's why your left wingers always tend to score more tries than your right winger. Because everybody, nine times out of ten people are right handed. So they pass the ball easier that way than that way. I'm I'm left I'm left handed me, I'm a kitty Paul. Pass that way. Yeah, but it's true, you watch players play. Ninety-nine. Who was the who was your best coach you played under Louis? Uh probably the one that made me made me want to be like probably put me on the right way was probably Brian Max, who made me want to be a rugby league player, if you know what I mean. Like yep. was flittering in and out. I didn't know if I wanted to do it. But he sat me down and said, Do you want to do it? And then uh, took off, really. So that was at London. And then obviously up here, probably I'd say Justin, just he changed he changed the ethos of the team, if you know what I mean. So we all come under one umbrella and we all pull in the right direction and it weren't about egos or anything like it was just about doing your job so even probably right so what was it that Brian Matt did that was different to other coaches that got you interested Louis uh, no he weren't interested he just like he's probably like the only coach that has sat me down and just like went gun like gun on me really and went like listen to me you can make it if you want to but you ain't going to do it because you're fat you fucking this, you that. So you blew my legs off, really. So, it's and then I went, strange. well, yeah. And I, 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 I'd rather have someone blow my legs off than I know what I've got to do. If you know what I mean, to, to achieve. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you so said, no, I want, I want this, I want this. I'm not that. I'll do nah, it. Well, no, well, I can't, I can't wait for it going. Well, I'll fucking show you. So yeah. Right, so. Yeah. And have you ever rung him up and gone, look how many rings I've got? Oh no, <laughs> no, because he's got more fucker, isn't he? <laughs> Can't do that yet. Can't do that yet. <laughs> what about you, Joe? 40, 40, 40. I love 40. Yeah. Love 40. 40 lads. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if it weren't for 40 at York, there's no chance I'd be I'd be playing Super League now. So what he taught me, what what I learned off him and just how how he thinks about a game of rugby really, really brought me on. And then obviously Wolfie for the last three years, he's been he's been brilliant as well. So uh, yeah, them two, but yeah, 40 for me. Tapodi was the main inspirational guy. Yeah, he just taught me stuff that probably I would never even have thought of effects like results in a game. Do you know what I mean? And things like that. Um, so, yeah, if I had been for him and the team at York, then I would have been playing Super League, definitely. Yeah. And what did Christian bring then to Saints? Because obviously it was a, you were a successful team when, when, when Christian arrived. Um you know, so I suppose for him as a hat, I mean, we spoke to him, we, 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 we interviewed Christian, so I do know his answer on that, but, you know, what was, what's your opinion of, of of that? I just think the way he managed the group, he sort of, 
early early on he probably he, he, I don't think he quite understood fully what, what he had within the group like Lou said uh, Justin brought the group in such a good position and the players that we've got are, are leaders within the group you probably you didn't you didn't need to give us too much you just had to manage a few things and give us a few guidelines but then there's smart enough players and good enough players in our team that we we can sort of be left not left alone because we've obviously got to have some sort of idea what we're all going to do together but we, we we can be left to solve things on our own we can be left to work out how to beat teams and once you start beating teams once you usually stick to that and until it don't work and until you're beaten then there's, there's not much to change from the last time you've played them so you, you probably stuck with stuck with what he knew and what we'd done in the previous years and just managed the group really well and made sure everyone felt involved and brought the young lads through when they needed to play and sort of give them enough that they were happy when they weren't playing as well and made sure everyone was fighting in the same direction so yeah that's what he brought to sense I think they were allowed to play what's in front of you back yeah definitely um Especially with Johnny Lomax inside me, like we'd be we'd be full not to let him do what he sees. Yeah, so yeah. we 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 we've got a pretty free license, and I'm sure Willow will be dissimilar. Like there's there's got to be there's time and place for structure and uh, systems and stuff like that. But we, we we're pretty we're pretty flexible. Excellent. Yeah, nice to hear. I think I think what as well what Wolfie bought as well just a. Uh, the stillness to us, I think, like the, like, you know, like the, the, the steeliness, like we could just get through games, like not not panic that we, if we have gone behind, we were going to lose. We knew we we knew we could come back and win. If you know what I mean, I, the, and I, I felt the last three years, I've never seen a defense do what we do. If you know what I mean, and for for that long, them teams under that much pressure that they just break, and then you've just you know you've won. Yeah, the, the, it was like the stealiness of that that he did in stealing us, and I think that's that's what he brought to us. I think Justin gave us the flair and the confidence to go out and do what we wanted to do, enhance like Johnny's Johnny's power, enhance Cootie's power when when he had them, and then I think when Wolfie came in, he, he made us more strong, stronger, like together yeah. with with our defense, and and I knew it after like like he said, he didn't get off to a good start. But then he realised he could trust us because of COVID came in and he realised he could trust us and that's when he went, all right, fuck, I better listen to these boys. They they know what they're talking about. Mm. Especially like with Batch, like Johnny, you just, you just, you don't speak to Johnny, you just let Johnny go and do what he wants to do. Same with Wellsby, you don't flood, try and flood their brains, you just let them go and play. Mm. Just follow them. I, th- I think that Johnny Lomax, I think he's one of the best I've seen, I think. Yeah. For a, you know, as a, as a, as a footballer, you know, as a, like a, 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 a leader, a creator, I'll call it what you like. Yeah. He just seems to know where to be at the right time. And he's always got somebody with him. That's what I, I like about Bats. He, he runs for a gap. He, he follows blokes about. And a lot of second rows don't even do that. Mm. You know, a lot of forwards now, just, they just programmed. They just, you know, just run at him, run at him. You know I mean? But um, a good, to me, a good coach should know the strengths of what each individual player's got and use that use that and weld it into a team rather than just have a structure or a game plan. Yeah. I mean to me a game plan, what it's game plan's got to then beat them. You know, that's your plan, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well Johnny's like a, and you hear these coaches, like a... when they say to these coaches, um, 
how many games do you think you'll win this year? And then some of these coaches say, well, I've, 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 I've picked out the games I think we could win. I'd sack him. He'd be on, the, he'd be on his bike. If a coach was to say to me, I think we can only win these games, he shouldn't be there. You should expect to win every game. Every coach to say, well, I'm going to finish top of the league this year. Whether you think you can or you can't, but you should do. Hmm. I brought a thing in when I was in Aussie. They called it the will to win. And it was it was based on uh, the Green Bay Packers. Vince Lombardi, who coached the Green Bay Packers, they won about 10 premierships or whatever it was. And, the, and, and they brought this film out. They called it the will to win. And he was in it. And it was and it, this was all the beginning of this new psychology, you know, the will to win. If you think you're going to lose, well, you will lose. You've got to think you're going to win every game. Look at the guy next to you. Look into his eyes. Now, I think you're going to see a guy who will go that inch with you. You're going to see a guy who will sacrifice himself for this team because he knows when it comes down to it, you're going to do the same for him. That's the team, gentlemen. And... Either we heal now as a team or we will die as individuals. That's football, guys. Rugby league is about a game of inches. There's quite a lot of psychology in sport now. You know, in the last 20 years, it's really come in. Probably feels, uh, I guess it's quite normal to you guys who are playing now that psychology is just built into what you do in everyday training. But I remember it coming in, like you mentioned, Keith, as a almost as a philosophy, as a new thing, and it did change things for the better, I think. But back to um, you know Johnny Lomax, what I notice about him or what I, I see is his game management. You tell me if I'm wrong, really, but when you're watching, his game management looks impeccable. Yeah. How we can read the game, it's as if he knows what's going to happen. He knows where Before he happens, needs yeah. to be on the pitch, what should be happening at each point in time. And I think some of that, he's got better at that with age, as, as no doubt anyone does. If you do something for long enough, you read it better, you understand it better. But mm. it seems just absolutely brilliant like that as a as a teammate. Hopefully you, hopefully you agree with me. I do know. I think I've, because I've seen all the sides of Johnny, if you know what I mean. I've seen him when he was young. I've seen him like now, really. So, like, he's a, he's a true scholar of the game. He studies, I can't tell you what he studies. He studies so much of about rugby league and about how to make his body better, how to make himself quicker, what to eat, what to this. He's a, he's a, he's a scholar of the game. So, he, like he said, he does see things before it does happen because he uh, he's very... Um, He's very particular of what he wants to do when he when he wants to do it, when he's got the numbers, and then he'll just go and do it. If you know what I mean. So he's he's a he's a he's a phenomenal talent, and he's a he's a phenomenal bloke. He's an absolute fucking nine ball, but he's a, he's a great fella. And even better because he had some serious knee injuries when he was younger, and his yeah. last one I thought was no chance he's coming back from that. No one's no. coming back from that injury, and here we are years later. And he's had, must have added easily a couple of hundred games since then. It's yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. I see him going through it all like the first one, the second one, and then the third one, and then for him to come back, uh, 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 I think it was Leeds, and he scored when he come back as well. So, the, and obviously, like, the, well, I've known Johnny for years. I know his family and all that, and just the relief that he had, like, and the career that he's gone on to to have after that, after Amazing. thinking he was going to be a physio. He's now nah, he's 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 he's, he's, a, he's 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 amazing really. 
That's fantastic. So I, I would imagine he'll stay in the game then after he retires. And, and I, I believe, it, yeah, I believe. Uh, well, I think he would. I think uh, the game would miss miss out on him if they didn't get him in in some sort of yeah, coaching role or something like that. Yeah. 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 What about yourself, though? Are you going to stay in the game when you retire? Or are you going to no, go no, no, no. No one listens to me now. No one listens to me now. So I don't matter. <laughs> the, the next coach isn't telling the town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Batch will, will be manager. Four, four, fucking two. That's what he's going to be. <laughs> You're not playing the Christmas pudding formation, no. <laughs> no, no. Christmas tree. No, no. I won't do that one. No. Yeah. So you, you, well, you, what about Millwall Rugby Club? You could start that up, maybe. No, no, no. I'm probably up here for the long run. They're going back down south. Can't I can't bring me me three boys down south? Jesus Christ! They wouldn't know what what I'd eat them down there. Yeah, proper Northerners, are Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some so they're going that way. Will you come back to Yorkshire? Batch. I think probably in the end, it's only about an hour away from here, so. Get away from Louis a bit further as well, so that probably adds to it. But yeah. your little one's going to be a centennial batch. And, yeah, well, they'll probably dictate. I, 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 if you'd have asked Louis when he first started, he said he'd gone back down south, but the kids had kept yeah. it. Yeah, once they're in schools and they're happy, you feel good yeah. moving them. And you, have, and you have Father Christmas as a mate, so it's, it's really hard, isn't it, to move back? Yeah, you're just around the corner for Father Christmas, you're going to get your toys. So. Any New Year's resolutions? No. Good. <laughs> I just, you know what I want to say? Keith, it was a pleasure speaking to you, mate. You're a fucking legend of a bloke. Okay, not, you, you, Santa. not you, Santa. Not you, no. Santa. I'm Santa tonight. This is I have to, yeah. Every time he comes on, I have to change my name. <laughs> it gets too confusing. <laughs> well, he is. He's Keith is old school rugby league. What I was up on, yeah. To, to me, he's a diamond. He's an absolute diamond. He is. But no, no. Honestly, you, you, Keith, you are. You, you're you're a gentleman and a a legend of the sport. And, it, and it's great that we've got you. Thank you very with much. Us and on, uh, Louis. Thank you for your time, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Good Cheers, luck next season. Right, yeah. Uh, just before we do go, actually. Um, Joe, what was it like getting called up for England? You had, yeah, you no, had your br- game. Brilliant. World Cup, home soil, being part of World Cup squad after being at York only four years ago, just only something I could have dreamed of. So, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, even, even if I didn't play quite as much as I'd have hoped. But I, I, and the, I wish the result had been slightly different, but I thoroughly enjoyed it and got a great experience out of it as well. So, yeah, I, I I'd like to oh, do it again. Give me, oh, give me, uh, it's give me some motivation to make sure I'm back in that squad again at some point. Yeah, yeah. So then comes the rose with you, kid. They'll get him down here. Yeah, That's what they'll do. Pull him over this way. Porch him. Can't have two batches here. Fuck me, Jesus Christ. Keep, keep, keep Yeah. He come and find you. It'd be like hey, when he come to Park, look for us. I stand in the well near where you come out. <laughs> He'd be, be the one that's whacked you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I trip you up as you run out. Yeah, so a pram, <laughs> if, if a pram comes throwing at you, the only thing is though, if it's off Keith, it could be a silver cross, one of the yeah. big ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. Um, that's it for the end of the year show show on the Doc House Rugby Show thanks to all our guests this year who we've had on and everybody who's come along thanks to our guests tonight for taking part and putting up with me and Dave um, and 
to Keith for all his tales. Louis, continue being a legend. Bats, Thank you. Crack on. Have a great season and enjoy fatherhood. Big love to you and the missus. Um, Merry Christmas, yeah. everybody. Merry oh, Christmas. Take care. All the best time. Don't forget, after tonight's show, leave your views in our comments section. We'd love to hear from you. The Dockhouse Rugby Show is proud to support the Teardrops Homeless Charity. Teardrops, supporting your community. If you would like to support the Teardrops Charity, you can text your donation by texting the word Teardrops5 to 70031 to donate £5. Teardrops10 to 70039 to donate £10. And Teardrops20 to 70039 to donate £20. Teardrops, supporting your community. Oh!